Bruce Lawn. Alan, I probably went a little too hard in your defense, but it's because you really are good. But let me hold on. Let me just brag on Alan real quick, guys. Let me just brag on Alan. (laughs) Alan is one of the biggest Christian YouTubers and out the rip. This brother embraced me. He was very generous with his time. He was very uh, just just like helped me in so many different ways. And uh, and and when you come across people in in this space, YouTube music and they're genuine people, um, I get defensive of people, and I don't think Alan needed me to defend him, but I just felt like the, 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 the framing of this whole thing, it bugged me, and that's why I jumped out the window. So I want to be clear, Alan, like I, 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 I barely talked to Alan about any of this stuff. It's literally like, hey, what did you post? Let me see. Hey, I'm going to make a video about this. That's it. But um, it's because Alan is the real deal, ladies and gentlemen. Like he really is who you guys see. There is no Hollywood. He acts a different way. Like he really is this guy in real life. And so um, I wanted to just say that first and foremost. He is behind the scenes helping so many different Christian YouTubers that you guys have no idea about, not just by doing collabs and having them on the show, but like we're talking real practical, structural things that he'll pull me to the side for. He'll call me, hey man, I think be careful with this. Hey, have you thought about this? Hey, that so um that's when you come across people like that, I just get defensive and uh and 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 I'll and I'll turn up real quick. Um <laughs> sometimes not always that's not always constructive. Uh but it is what it is. So Alan, thank you so much for calling in, brother. I appreciate you, man. Um yeah man, what do you what do you think about all this stuff? So um let me just say I have the utmost respect for for both of you guys. And um uh, I, I don't know if Paul wants me to share this or not, but uh, he actually sent me a private message on Instagram. And I really appreciated that, man, uh, because uh, and I, I hope this doesn't put you out there, Paul, in any way, because that was not my intent. But he, he, he sent me a message. And the reason why I'm guys, the reason why I'm bringing this up, Paul could have uh, he could have commented on my Instagram post like, hey, brother, you know, what kind of what kind of spiritual leader are you? What kind of Christian are you? You know, why did you put this picture up there? No, he, he pulled me aside in private and he didn't even tell, he didn't even say, take it down. He just said, mm-hmm. Hey, people are contacting me. It could cause people to lust. It could trigger. And, and, you know, you might want to consider swapping it out. And I just want to commend you brother, you know, for, um, for the maturity that you used in, uh, and reaching out. Uh, it was very warm and, and, uh, refreshing in in the in the light of days where people like to kind of call people out in public and all of those things so let me say that right there um i appreciated that now guys here's the thing i i decided to change out the thumbnails not so much because i was so afraid that it was going to cause people to lust because i think that there's a lot of a lot of things going on in our world that that could do that but the reason why I did that was because I did not want what the message was inside of the video to be um to be missed because there was a block or there was some sort of restriction or some sort of uh hey you know I don't want to even click on this video because the thumbnail turned me off I I I felt like it wasn't worth it to me to make my point and to to exercise my Christian freedom, if you will, to make a point. Uh, if and, and I also thought about it this way, if if I could create the same, if I could have the same video up there and blur out the part of the uh, of her anatomy that, let's be honest, would have probably would have been the part that caused people to trigger to lust. 
then if I can accomplish that same thing, then it was worth it to me to swap it out. And um, and if if we got some other complaints from people via email that said, hey, you know, this was triggering me and all those things. So that's why I did that. But real quick, I don't want to monopolize, but I do want to throw this out there, though, because, you know, there's a lot of question about should should these type of things be covered on a YouTuber like mm. a Christian YouTuber? And I just want to point this out, guys, like if we as Christian YouTubers don't cover these things, then where are they going to be covered? Right. Yeah. Um, the churches aren't covering a lot of these things. Are you going to go to your church and, and are you going to hear a pastor on Sunday morning do deal a do a message on pornography, do a message on should should people use sex toys and, and mm. you know, stuff like and then here's my last question. I'll throw this out to you guys. How do we as communicators balance trying to get a clear point across with this overwhelming fear that whatever I say could cause somebody to stumble? Perfect example. If I'm a Christian pastor and I say, hey, I want to talk to the married couples today about sex toys and whether you should or should not use them. Let's just say it's a Wednesday night or something. It's not even a Sunday morning. Should he refrain from talking about that? Mm. Because the mention of sex toys could literally send people and just go down a direction, but just the mention of it. So is he guilty for bringing that up? Because man, he shouldn't be talking about there. Well, where do we talk about it? Yeah. Anyway, I'll leave it there. What are y'all's thoughts? Woo. That's good. Go ahead, Paul. I, I, I think um, uh, kind of like you already said, Ruslan, I, I think there is absolutely a place. I think there's a place um, to talk about healthy sex within marriage. I think more people need to talk about that because a healthy sex life is a beautiful thing. That's a huge blessing within marriage and those controversial topics. I, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm convicted and frustrated and I, I need to check myself because pastors are doing so many good things, but I'm like, Come on, pastors, talk about these significant cultural issues. Uh, lead your flock in practical ways. So I think that covers uh, the whole gambit. So I, I agree with you. I think that we, we do have to be wise, and, and I appreciate your humility, uh, Alan, in going ahead and blurring it. And ultimately, I think that will invite more people to the right people to click on it and, uh, and, and hear your message. Yeah, I think I think that's a great point, Alan. I think that and that's my frustration with the Christian space, man, if I'm honest, you know, like it's 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 this weird um it's this weird tension that we live in in that I, like I like I'm on a secular platform, valuetainment money, and it's like Christians versus OnlyFans model. Our our OnlyFans models wifey material, right? And and they want they want the Christian to come on and talk about it. And I just shared it like I shared it because I thought it'd be good to share it with my community and hear the discussion. And people were like, her cleavage is showing in the thumbnail. I'm like, but guys, like, can we not for a moment see the bigger picture of what we're discussing? And I don't even control the thumbnails on that on that channel. Right. And then they swapped it out. Not because I asked them, they just swapped it out. But this is a non-Christian outlet. And and they're tripping about it only. And I'm like, and, and, and Alan, I don't know if you saw this, like she had never heard the gospel. Like right. I'm in positions to share the gospel with people that will never hear the gospel. And the and then the my my tribe is like, but her cleavage is showing in the thumbnail. And I'm like, really? Like, we really can't see the bigger picture of some of this stuff. And I and I and again, when we're talking culture, culture historically has been uh built uh top down, meaning uh pastors, clergy, 
uh, politicians, presidents, Hollywood, they build culture top down. Now we're building culture bottom up. Now we're building culture like this, right? And and I go, man, I think we got to do a better job. I think we got we just, we got to ease ease up a little bit and go. Wait a minute, let's see the bigger play. Ruslan gets to share the God, and I'm not trying to make myself like the hero of the story. No. But God positioned me to do something that like a lot of us don't get to do very often on a major secular platform. Valuetainment money. This is a massive platform, and uh, and then like I'm getting pushback that like her cleavage is showing. I'm like I'm not even like why? What are we talking? Like, and again, it's that hypothetical thing that bugs me. Like. Are you actually triggered by this? Are you really triggered by this? Or do you just not like that Ruslan is doing something that looks a certain way? And I just would say, how would they feel about Jesus being around a prostitute? You know? Well, I, I even go a step further, man. You could have had, honestly, you could have had that same OnlyFans model on your channel dressed in a black hefty paper bag or a nun suit. But the fact that you put OnlyFans fans in the title people could be like you're causing me to lust because now i'm going to be tempted to go and check out only fans i'm going to i don't just i don't care how she's dressed okay let me give you an example perfect example of this <laughs> oh my goodness so you guys know about a month and a half ago i i had a um and i don't even want to say it because i might by, by saying this now i could possibly cause someone to stumble i had Careful. an female porn star I'm sorry. I'm on your channel. I had an ex-female P-O-R-N star. Thank you. Appreciate my that. Bad, man. I don't even <laughs> say it on my... I had her on my channel. Now, here's the interesting thing that was so crazy. When I had Joshua Broom, um, an ex-male P-O-R-N star. Yeah. yeah. Not one person said it was inappropriate for me to have him on the channel. And hmm. by having him on the channel... I was causing people to lust. Not one comment. Hmm. I decided to feature a woman of God whose life had been radically changed by the power of the gospel, who is now married to a minister. They have a ministry together where they actually go into some of these P-O-R-N uh, um, uh, Con conventions. Uh, conventions and try hmm. to pull more people out woman was 38 weeks pregnant when she came on my show. People don't mm. know that. She was dressed appropriately. And I still caught slack mm. because I had her on there and it could potentially, now people could look up her name and start to look at her previous videos. Now, I'm mm. saying even now, just me saying that right now, just me saying that and referencing that video right now could easily now. So where do we draw the line on this? Yeah. My wife and I had yeah. an hour and a half conversation about this the other night. Where do we draw the line? Yeah, and, and this is where I say, hey, that's usually evil in someone's heart that's driving them to go and want to even have that thought and look that person up, right? Uh, and I don't think that's the person, the image bearer of God. I think that's the other side of things that's that's corrupting that heart to go and do that. And that's and, and that's and that's literally my question because if we're looking at those passages in context about causing the, the brother, it's not it's not talking about uh, cater and and coddle the weaker brother. That's not what those passages are saying. Paul went on to continue eating meat. He went on to and those were over disputable matters. So I, I think some of that stuff just gets weaponized. Um, against people, and and I, I don't I don't think it's fair. And again, let's Alan. I mean, and I, I hate to bring this up, but like, guys, you know the pressure that we're under as Christian YouTubers, yeah. right? Not only is there just the basics of like, let me be a Christian on the daily, 
love Jesus, love my wife, read the Bible. Like I'm like I'm behind on my one year Bible right now. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like if people knew I was behind a month on my one year Bible, I'm such a, t- <laughs> like there's the regular pressure of like just staying on top of that. There's the pressure of the comments. There's the pressure of non-believers in the comments. And so that's where I, I just go, guys, like. There's pressure every, of if you make any money from this, then all of a sudden, then people are going to criticize you Then people are going to judge the, the, the money. Why are how, you charging for this? Yeah. Right, right. So uh, it just, yeah. there's just a lot that yeah. goes into it. So I, I, didn't mean, I didn't mean to rant about this. Paul, what, what no. do you think, man? Where, where do you draw the line? Uh, man, I, I feel like I'm, I'm all talked out. I think that uh, you guys bring up some really good points. It is very difficult being a, a Christian YouTuber. There are so many layers to this job. Um, but as you would both agree, and, and you, Alan, um, you would agree that we we do want to be above reproach. We do want to, um, you know, ultimately, we're not having to coddle, but we do have a, a sense of protecting those that have been entrusted to us. And I, I would say that's, you know, one of the things that you, you were thinking about that, that, you know, you ended up blurring it. Um, and so it's just like you already said, Alan, where do you draw the line? being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, being sensitive to the Word of God, and then open to brothers that uh, bring stuff up to you. And and I want to be sensitive to that and, and open. doesn't mean I need to change what I'm doing because some random person messages me, but at least if, if it's a brother or sister in Christ and they bring something up uh, with a sincere heart, at least entertain it, at least uh, think on it. Yeah. Guys, can you yeah. can we do some of these super chats? There's a lot of folks that drop super chats. You guys mind going through some of these with sure. me? I'm sure yeah. they'll, they'll spark some more conversation. So some good stuff. Uh, hey, would you be okay with your wife posting a pic like fiance with the intention to cause people to lust after her? <laughs> no. no, no, I would not be okay. My wife never would. Yeah, but like if we take a photo at the beach, I may post that on my story. My wife usually wears a one piece bathing suit. And somebody might feel a way about that and say that, that that might cause them to stumble. So I think that's the, you know, no, my wife is not taking a photo like that. I don't think anyone's wife is taking a photo like that um, here. Uh, Michael said, all right, clarifying, not all people, but if we are going to nitpick, let's be consistent across the board in our lives. That's good. I think I think that's what I'm ultimately after is just consistency. Let me catch up on these Super Chats, guys. If you guys want to uh, drop a Super Chat, we'll prioritize your question. And we'll start wrapping it up pretty soon. It's pretty late uh, on the East Coast. It's pretty late where Alan's at. Um, <laughs> gosh, there's so many comments. I'm so behind. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I appreciate it. Okay, you. here we go. Here's one from Brittany. She says, Alan did a great take on Beyonce. Instead of warning people about Beyonce's blasphemy, we're finger wagging at him. We need to be more gracious to Christians. That's a good point. And by the way, I don't think that's a shot at, at Paul. I think Paul approached yeah. Alan very respectfully and did a, an amazing job. Shout out to Denny. I think, yeah. but we are the only communities that shoot our own, man. You, some, some of you guys are just so quick to want to jump on somebody and, uh, and it's just a bummer. So anyway, and I know we're getting through super chats, but I also yeah. do want to push back. I'll be willing to stick my neck out there and say, sometimes Christians will go the opposite and be so careful. And I, I don't want to, uh, say anything to my Christian brother or sister. I'm not going to judge. It's not my place to judge. And it's like, come on, guys. We actually are called yes. to to challenge our Christian brothers and Amen. sisters. So don't Amen. take it to the opposite extreme either. Amen. That's good. Well, I agree with last you. Last thing I'll say, and you can get to as many. Paul and I have had several interchanges over the past year. But what I love about him, I'll reiterate once again, is the fact that, guys, most Christian leaders... If you come at them with a respectful, mature approach, they will be way, way more willing 
to entertain and listen to what you're saying, even in the comment section. We don't mind you disagreeing with us. Disagree all day, but just don't be disrespectful about it. That's yes. all we ask. And Paul's yeah. always been really, really crazy. Yeah. I mean, crazy respectful. So that I really yeah. appreciate it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Uh, Eric says, Ruslan, I think Alan has said he considers himself a minister with an online church. If that's true, in that case, do you stick with your claim that pigs should be censored in Ecclesia context? That's a great question. So I don't know if, Alan, you would say you have an online Ecclesia, because Ecclesia is usually for the local context. I would say you have an online ministry, which is a little different than saying you have an online local Ecclesia. Yeah, you you could unpack that if you want to. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever gone on record as saying I have an online church. And, I, and I'll tell you what's funny. I've actually never gone on on record to call myself a pastor, although everybody calls me Pastor Allen or Pastor Parham. But I, I'm not into titles. For me, just Allen. I, I don't even need to be Brother Allen, just Allen. If you want to call him Brother, that's fine. Even Paul said, you know, we are to be regarded as servants. So I'm not really big into the titles thing. Um, I, you don't have to reference me as Pastor Parham because I, I don't see myself as that. Um I see myself as a man of God trying to trying to live for God. That's it. So, yeah. And Alan, you're we're all in local churches. Um, Alan, are you ordained? I'm not. I don't. I think you are yes. ordained. Yeah. So you are. Or, so yep. you are technically a, a ordained. I'm not an ordained yes. pastor, Paul. I don't think I you're an ordained, ordained pastor, right? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. So there's you know some some difference there in terms of I, I guess expectations of. Just guys, Alan's just a better Christian than I am. Okay, that's just oh. if you walked away from me. <laughs> no, Alan and, and Paul are just better Christians. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's another super uh, super chat from Elevated Sense. He said, "So watching TV underwear commercials come on is that explicit? Uh, I I don't think that's explicit. I, I don't think walking by Victoria's Secrets is explicit personally. But again, I'm maybe I'm just different. Uh, you guys think TV underwear commercials is explicit? Victoria's Secret commercials is explicit? I mean." That their their job is to sell, so I mean they're going to put what they know is going to sell. So I I don't when I see a TV commercial like that, okay, I'm going to say it this way. And my wife and I talked about this for an hour and a half. So guys, when I go to the beach, I expect to see what I see there. I expect to see, right? I'm expecting to see that. So it's not inappropriate for a woman to wear a two piece at the beach, right? Because she's swimming. That's what she just now. If she were to go to the local mall. Walking around the local mall in a two-piece bathing suit, I'm not going to the mall expecting to see that. And so, therefore, to me, that would be inappropriate because I see it in some sort of agenda. Maybe she's trying to attract me. But I, a girl wearing a two-piece at the, at the beach, she could have an agenda, but she could also just be – I mean, she could definitely have an agenda. But she could also just be like, you know what? This is This is – hey, I feel more comfortable in this. So – that's what I'm saying. I mean, how do you determine, you know, what's going to cause somebody to lust or what is what is not? I mean, as a guy, should I go to the beach and cover? Well, maybe not me because I'm not like ripped like Ruslan or something. Uh, or I'm not ripped yeah, like you Paul, are. But... Yeah, you are. <laughs> Allie, you shredded. I... Stop capping. You, you, you got super lean lately. Don't 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 play. I, I see you. Alan lost like 40 pounds up in here. You know you got them abs underneath that shirt. Come on now. Oh, man. <laughs> but like, seriously, like, I mean, should should every man uh, keep his shirt on when he goes to the beach? Because he's afraid that if he takes his shirt off that he's going to cause women to lust? Nobody wants to talk about that. Or should he be like, wait, this is kind of weird. It's awkward. Like, I'm going in and out of the water. Do I have to put my shirt on? if I'm Like, 
how far do we take this thing? So, and, and his know. and his brothers, brothers, brothers that do that. There's brothers that that wear a shirt in the water, and that's their conviction, and, and, that's, and that's their conviction right? right? That's what we're talking about. So yes, I, and I shared the story. I was at I was on the strip last week, Alan. We took a family to a quick like three day trip to Vegas, and there was girls in bikinis on the strip. I wasn't, and they were asking my seven year old to take pictures. I wasn't mad at them. I wasn't upset with them. It's like it's the strip. I walked onto the Las Vegas Strip. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you didn't. You didn't say get behind me, Satan. I did not say. <laughs> All right, here's a good question from Elijah. Guys, we're, we're catching up. Why is the sex topic so bad in the Christian church, especially if they are married? I think she is talking like a married woman who wants her husband. Interesting. It's an interesting thing. I've heard. I've heard a little bit of this. I want my wife sexually, and I don't see why the church is upset at that. So he's saying, "Hey, what's the deal with with Beyonce? What's what's the issue? She's writing songs about her husband and them getting it on, getting freaky." Why is that a big deal for Christians? I think that's what he's saying. What do you guys think? Alan? <laughs> well, okay. Well, first of all, uh, I most of her lyrics don't mention Jay-Z by name, so we don't know for sure if he's talking about her husband. But the bigger issue that I'm trying to get across is that you have millions of Christians, maybe even billions of Christians, who follow Beyonce, who listen to her music, who you know, are going to the club, listen to, the, and they don't realize that these messages are getting into their spirit. And so whether she's, because she's not mentioning specifically these actions with her husband, we can infer, or we could easily assume that she's just talking about two people, maybe not necessarily her and, and her husband, but just a woman and a man, you know, in the back of a car partitioned. That stupid mm. song, right? Mm. The partition driver pull, roll up the partition. You know, I'm not. Once again, let me not say anything because if I repeat the lyrics, I might cause somebody to stumble. So let me not say anything. But and don't don't go look at the lyrics of the, the partition song. But my point is, like, it, it's 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 bad because her music does not clearly communicate that what she's talking about should be reserved in the confines of marriage. Mm. If she was saying that then still would be inappropriate in terms of how she's doing it, the cursing and all that stuff. But it opens up the door for single people to think, okay, well, if Beyonce is championing this, mm. then it's okay because I look up to her and she's a role model and that's my my big issue. It's 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 like audio erotic music. Can we can we call it that? It's audio erotic music. It's it's the yeah. equivalent of uh uh Fifty Shades of Grey in book form or actual P-O-R-N, but it's an audio form. It's very vulgar, explicit. I mean, she's, I didn't even, I, I'm, there's some wild lyrics on there, man, about textures of body parts that like, I just was like, wow, this is, this is over the top, you know? Uh, uh, Beyonce's picture, this is from Brittany, thank you for the super chat. She said, Beyonce's picture then got Christians to attack a Christian man trying to expose her wickedness. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there, ain't, there ain't no attacking here, at least. Maybe nah. there could be, I'm sure there could be, but. Come on, let's not call everything intact, guys. No, yeah, uh, no. Tr truth. Uh, yeah, I know, by, by the way, yeah, I don't think Paul was attacking Alan. That's not. I didn't even know that Paul was the person who DM'd. I him. haven't seen you all's video yet, by the way. I, okay. I've not. I've not watched the video you all did together. So, Paul, I haven't seen your video yet, but I know it was. Oh, you're good, done. man. I know yeah. it was done. Uh, Great, Alan. We, can we get your take on this? How would you define explicit? I have a more literal definition. I think Paul has a more. Uh, I, I don't know how. Paul would define it a more uh, 
uh, <laughs> person to person definition. How would you define the word explicit? Because I think that's what the crux of it is. Is what or one of the, the issues we talk about is what is explicit? Was that explicit? How would you define explicit um, in, in this context? Well, that's just the problem because there is not really a clear definition of exactly what what's explicit to me is not explicit. Now, guys, I say this and please, please, please do not take this the wrong way. And I say, guys, I'm not talking about just uh, Russ and Paul. I'm saying anybody listen to this, please don't think I'm being super Christian because I'm not. But guys, I have gotten to a point where I could see that Beyonce picture. And I'll be honest, from the bottom of my heart, I did not, it wasn't lustful for me. Like, I don't look at that or lusting after Beyonce. Call it growth. Maybe at one point in my life, maybe yes, but I can look at that picture and see her body parts and I'm not going to be triggered. Now, I'm, I, I know some people do and that's where I have to be sensitive and I get that. So for me, although it, okay, let me just say it this way. Uh, a couple videos previous, I posted a picture about Billie, Billie Eilish and Beyonce on there and Billie Eilish had her tongue like all the way down. To me, that turned me on more than Beyonce. Right. Because what is explicit to one person may not be anything to anybody else. Right. Mm, so, that's interesting. Yeah. Like I could look at Beyonce. Like, OK, she OK, whatever. But like this girl over here, she's got her shoulder like my wife doesn't even wear strapless dresses to church because she's like, well, I don't want that's inappropriate. I'm like, really? Showing shoulders? Really? <laughs> Showing shoulders and are we really? Wow. But to her, she says that that's not appropriate. So. So, you know what I'm saying? Like explicit to one guy mm. might be totally okay for someone else. What are y'all's thoughts? 